Welcome to the Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. This simple, scripturally sound preaching and teaching of the Word of God will direct you to Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Follow the Shepherd's Voice into the green pastures that God has purposed for you. There, you'll find rest for your soul and the fulfilled Christian experience you crave. God bless you as you listen. To lift up your hands and talk to your father. Speak a word or two to God this morning. You are in the presence of God. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. We are not meditating. We are praying. Lift up your voice, church. Speak to God. Lift up your voice. Come on. Let it come out of your belly. Lift up your voice. You are not talking to anyone else, but you are talking to God. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Let prayer come forth from this tabernacle. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Speak to God. Speak to God. We have come to Mount Zion. Leke de zendele mo sataya eno se dere bo kopandele meze azeko shekendele maya in the name of Jesus for in your presence I am content lift up your hands and worship God in your presence I am content. Expressions of your resurrection of your power. Give them volume. Let them help me sing. Your presence I can bring. Oh, my God. You are content in his presence. Your presence. My love's offering, my love's offering. 
of his love, the revelations of his power and his might, that is what we will experience today, can you bring, can you bring your last song offering to him, oh, today we are in the presence of the king, for the last time in your presence there is love, oh, up your voice and say, Somebody will receive life today. You will receive love today. Revelation. Lord here we are in your presence and the song that we just sang to you says that in your presence there is life thank you that today we are going to receive life in every death situation the song says that in your presence there is love thank you oh God that we are going to experience your love today and in your presence there is power there is power thank you oh God that we are going to experience your power and your revelation today we are in your presence the presence of the Lord our King Father touch our lives today speak to our hearts oh God Speak to our minds, oh God. In the name of the Lord Jesus, let the sick receive their healing today. Let the broken hearted of God receive an amendment of their heart. In the name of the Lord Jesus, any wounded soldier here, any soldier that is wounded in the army, Lord, I declare that don't let the wounded soldier die. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, oh God, I humble myself behind the cross. 
Use me and bless your people. Use me and bring your word in power, in strength, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let there be a revival in someone's spirit as he or she hear your word today. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. We give you glory in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said an amen. Amen. Please be seated. The power of God is available today. And if only you can be ready for it, you will experience it. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen and amen. Amen. I want to thank God for my life and for calling me into the ministry. It's a privilege that today I'm here I'm holding a microphone to preach the word of God. Who am I? And I want to bless God for my life. Hallelujah. I also want to thank God for a father who has seen something in me and who believes in me. Sometimes I don't even know what pastor has seen in me. But he will say, James, I think you can do this. Just push for this. Do this. And I'm so much privileged that I have such a person in my life. He's not here with us today. He's preaching this morning somewhere. And he asked me to step in for him. I appreciate God for the life of our pastor. I want to thank God for the life of our mother as well, Mama Dorothy, who is a blessing to this church and particularly to me. Hallelujah. Amen. I appreciate her wherever she is. I want to say, Mama Dorothy, God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. And I want to thank God for the life of my ever decorous wife, Esther. She's a blessing to me. And wherever she is, baby girl, I love you, man. Hallelujah. Amen. And I appreciate God for the life of all the pastors. And pastors, permission to carry on. Or, or I shouldn't preach. I should preach. Okay. Right. They said I should preach. Can I, can I carry on? Okay. Thank, thank you, sir. I'm grateful. Right. So I thank God for the life of all the pastors here. And we are grateful. Hallelujah. Amen. This morning we are not here for a very long time. But we are trusting God that he will speak to us. And I want to use this privilege and thank all of you for participating in our anniversary, second year anniversary. Oh, it's a good place to put your hands together. On behalf of our pastor, I want to thank all of you. During the game, you were there. The Saturday, you went for outreach. Sunday, you know, we kept long in church, but we were blessed. And I want to thank all of you for showing a certain commitment. It's a good place to put your hands together for and I want to thank God for you yourself that you are seated over here to listen to the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank God that when he came to church and you, 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 you and Pastor Christian was introducing the pastor, he didn't say, Oh, because Pastor is not around, I'm going home. You, you are in the service. Sir. I appreciate that. Hallelujah. Amen. amen. amen and amen. Now, our Lord and Savior Jesus was on earth. He was a great teacher. Jesus was a very, very great teacher. And every great teacher has a way to communicate his or her message. 
And Jesus' way to communicate to us was through parables. So Jesus taught a lot of things in parables. And this morning I'm going to take one of the parables of Jesus. And I'm trusting God that he will help us. So parables are very loaded. And parables are the ways of Jesus. Now when you read the Bible, especially the gospel, when I talk about the gospel, I'm talking about Matthew, Mark, and Luke. The gospels recorded 41 parables. They recorded 41 parables. And out of the 41, St. Luke recorded the highest of all. Luke recorded 28 of the parables. And out of the 28, 14 of them are very unique. When I say they are unique, it means that you cannot find them in other gospels. So Luke recorded the highest 28 and 14 was very unique. Then followed by Matthew, Matthew recorded 24 of the parables and 10 of them are very unique. It means that that's 10, you can't find it in other gospels. Then of course, Mark recorded 10 of the parables and two of them are very unique. And ladies and gentlemen, I want you to understand that parables are something that we have to really take seriously because those are the signs that Jesus taught us. And this morning I'm going to share from Matthew chapter 15. Now when you take Matthew Chapter um, Luke chapter 15. I beg your pardon. When you take Luke chapter 15, this particular chapter is a chapter that I call the chapter of parables. When you start reading the scripture from verse 1, you are going to see the first parable that is the parable of the lost sheep. So the scripture spoke about the parable of the lost sheep. Then another parable that we can find in this scripture is the parable of the lost coin. That is the second parable that we can find in Luke 15. And the third parable that we can find, which I will speak about today, is the parable of the prodigal son. Now, when I was reading my Bible, I said that why is it that scholars of the Bible refer to this guy as the prodigal son. Because when you follow the parables, the first parable says that the parable of the lordship and the second parable says that the parable of the lost coin and I was expecting King James to say that the parable of the lost son but King James says that the parable of a prodigal son. He takes a certain beauty out of the story. Anytime that we hear about the prodigal son, we think about somebody who is very bad. Someone very, very bad. Is that a word called 
Anytime that we think about the prodigal son, Kofi Baboni comes to mind. But this morning, I want to draw your attention to some of the good things that the prodigal son did. Then I want to draw your attention on things that he didn't do right. This is a very loaded scripture. I cannot finish all today. And so when God gives us the grace, we'll go into it again. Let's read the parable. Give me Luke 15. Let's read from verse 11. Follow me closely. Bible says, and he said, a certain man had two sons. Now the pronoun he they use, that they use is Jesus. So he had two sons. Continue with me. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of good. Now, if the Bible is yours, Underline the word father for me. It starts with the word capital letter, father. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the young son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. And there he wasted his substance with righteous living. And when he has spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into the field to feed swine. Brother, help me. And he will fend her field with his belly with the house that the swine did eat. And no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare and are perished with hunger. I will arise and go to my father. I will say unto him, Father, take notice of the father there again. Started with capital letter. I have seen against thee. Continue. And I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy high servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have seen against heaven and in thy sight. I am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to the servants, bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoe on his face and bring hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be married. For this my son was dead. And he's alive again. He was lost. And he's found. And they began to be married. Now his other son was in the field. And as he came and drew nigh 
into the house. He had music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said unto him, Thy brother is come, and thy father has killed the father's cow because he had received. He saved and sound. And he was angry and would not go in. Therefore came his father out and entreated him. And he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years do I serve thee. that transgress I at any time thy commandment. Yet thou hast never given, given me a gift. That I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as thy son was come, which has divided, devolved thy living, which hallowed, thou hast killed for him the father's God. And he said unto him, Sound that are ever with me, and all that I have is thine. It was made that we should make merry and be glad. For this thy brother was dead and is alive again and was lost and was found. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the word of God. Now, this is the story of the parable of the prodigal son. And one of the things that I want us to understand about this story, anytime that Jesus is telling a parable, and he says that a certain man, 80% of the time, is either Jesus is talking about himself, or he's talking about God the Father. Or he's talking about God the Father. So in this parable, Jesus was talking about God the Father. That is the time I ask you to underline the Father because anytime the Son wants to address the Father, it started with capital letter. That is why in Matthew 6 verse 9, the scripture says that when Jesus was teaching the disciples how to pray, he said when you pray, say our Father. So this parable was referring to God the Father. Hallelujah. Amen. And the first good thing that we can learn about the prodigal son is that this young man in the story had a lot of information about the father. This young man is something good that we can learn from him as Christians. He has a lot of information about the father. That is how come he went to the father and said, Father, I know that you have a lot of goals. I need have a lot of information about the father there was no there, there was no way that he would have gone to the father and asked and today in the christian dawn most of our problem is not the devil ladies and gentlemen if you can hear me well i said most of our problem is not the devil most of our problem is ignorant. That is how come in Hosea chapter 4 verse 6, the scripture says that for lack of knowledge my people perish. This day we perish as Christians, not necessarily because of the devil, but because we are ignorant. But the young man in this story had a lot of information about the father. 
We are ignorant. That is how somebody has to beg somebody to come to church. It's like you don't know what it takes to come to God. We like a certain information. That is how when there is no bars, somebody will say, I won't come to church. We like a certain information. Because any time that we come into the presence of God, it's a time to be imparted. It's a time to be blessed. We lack information. But this young man, had a lot of information about the father. We lack a lot of information. You have to push people but before they can do something for God. You have to push people very hard. If we have a lot of information about our father, there is no way people will force us to do something in the house of God. Number two thing that we can learn about this young man is that this young man had it in mind that he has a part in the father's property. I said he knew in his mind that he had a part in the father's property. That is how come he came to the father and said, the father, I need you to give me something. Most Christians walk around today and we lack the knowledge in what we have in God. We even lack that healing is our property. I said healing is our property. That is why when you are sick, you should be able to command your body and say, body, I speak to you. Healing is my property. I command you, I command sickness to leave out of my body. We don't even know that healing is our property. The scripture says in John, the beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in heaven. It's a property that you and I have. Yes. It's a property that we have. In the Old Testament, when um, people were using, in Exodus chapter 12, I believe, verse 13, when people were using the blood of dog and cow, and bull and, and he said the blood shall be for, for you a token that when the enemy see the blood yes, so so you. and that is the blood of goats how much more now we have the blood of Jesus I said how much more now we have the blood of Jesus most of us lack a lot of information and we don't even know that we have property healing is your property and you have to claim it this young man knew that he had a part in the father's property that is how come he came to the father and said father I want you to give me what I deserve I want you to give me what I deserve. Yeah. These day people buy a lot of things in the name of direction. They drink a lot of things in the name of direction. They somersault around in the name of direction. They even forget that the, that property is theirs. Number three thing that we should learn from this young man is that this young man knew about prayer. This young man knew about prayer. So the scripture says that, give me back the scripture. Give me back the scripture. The scripture says that he went and he asked for the father and he said, Father, give me. Luke 11. Luke 11. 
He said, Give me. He asked the father. These days we find it so difficult to ask our father. We find it so difficult to ask our father. But this young man knew what prayer is. So he went to ask. I said he went to ask. You know, most of the time we think that this young man, when he went to the father to ask, it was a bad thing. That is what we think about. When we talk about the prodigal son, that's the only thing that comes to mind. But let me draw your attention to something. Let's just imagine that this young man, sorry to use this word, was so stupid to go and ask the father that I need my property. Let's just imagine so that you are so stupid to go to the father and say, Father, I need my property. I don't think the father too was so stupid. And he gave the properties to him. I don't really know you are getting what I'm saying. So God doesn't have a problem when we ask him. In Matthew chapter 7 verse 7, he said, ask and it shall be given unto you. Seek and it shall be given. Knock and the door shall be opened to you. So God doesn't have a problem when we ask him. Our problem is that we don't ask. I said our problem is that we don't ask. These days, Christians even pray people, like somebody can pay somebody and say pray for me. That is how come most of us, even on our prayer rendezvous, we take it for granted. The young boy knew what prayer is. And he went to ask. I'm about to close. I'm not preaching for long. Now, what are the mistakes of this young boy? Don't worry, I'll give you the title of the message. What are the mistakes of the young boy? Give me that scripture. Let's go. Continue, brother. Continue, give me verse 3. The scripture says that, and not many days after, the young son gathered all together and he took his journey into a far country. Now, the first mistake of this prodigal son is that he took too much. took too much. He took too much. The scripture says, and no many days after, the younger son gathered all together. Now look at It means that after he asked the father that I need you to give me my goods, he stayed for a long. But the scripture says, not many days after. So it means that he stayed for some days. And the young son gathered all together. This boy, I mean, you want your father to give you something. And your father gave you about 100%. I think he should say that, oh, let me just say at least 70. So that if the thing doesn't work, I'll come back for 30. Or maybe he can do it 50-50. Or I can do it 50-50. 50-50. At least leave 50 with your father. So, father, do you know something? I know the 50 is mine. I'm going to come. In case the thing didn't work, I'll come back for my 50. But the scripture says he got it all. The young boy took too much. And that is our problem this day. We take too much for granted. Christians today, we take too much for granted. In the name of grace. 
Paul said the other day in Romans chapter 6 verse 1 he oh, says shall we continue to sing that grace will abound Christians today we take too much we take too much that is our problem so we come to church someone is in church the person is whatsapping you are taking too much someone is in church chewing gum doing the man in the presence of God the young boy took too much you have life but you are taking it for granted some of us we are just complaining all along we are in December I have not seen this I have not seen that you see to have life eh, is something great because you can sleep and you will not wake up so as we are in December we have to appreciate and know that God has done great things for us I said we have to appreciate and know that God has done great things for us even if God hasn't done anything at all I said we are alive we are alive we are alive we are alive now I prophesy to seven people that you will not die. Amen. I said you will not die. Amen. You will not die. Amen. I declare over your Jesus. life, you will not die. Amen. Your children, they will not die. Amen. We are alive. Jesus. But we take it for granted. These days we take a lot of things for granted. Coming to church, we take it for granted. We take a lot of things for granted. Yeah. Everybody is saying something on social media. People can wake up and say all kind of things. We take a lot of things for granted. This young boy, his number one problem was that he took a lot of things for Number two. And he took his journey into a far country. Number two mistake of this young boy is that he went too far. He went too far. He went too far. He went too far. He took his journey into a far country. That's our problem today as Christians. We go too far you see people dress in a certain way and they are in church and you ask yourself that are they coming to church they, they are almost naked sorry to say that in the name of fashion in the name of I want to drink we take too much for granted he went too far you see that the dressing you are taking it too far you are almost exposed See then they go to party. They are taking something to drink. They say, oh, oh, it's just, it's just smell of. It doesn't have a lot of alcohol in it. Five, five, five percent. Five. It's five percent. Five percent. Pastor, so you know it. It's five. You, you, you've, you've, you've yeah. taken some before. Oh, Tamanians are crying. Oh, please, it's not now. He said, once upon a time. Yeah, five percent. And you see them I'm taking it. They will say, oh, oh, it's just men of. We are going too far this days. We are going too far. You see people insulting men of God on social media. Because you have to see this data on your phone. So you can speak to people anyhow. Sometimes those people, when you follow them, and you go and see where they live, you <laughs> 
this young boy said he took his journey into a far country. He went too far. Young sister, you are going too far. You are going too far. You dress and you expose your When they ask you that, oh, sister, do it well. You say that, wine. That's what you tell us. Yeah. I remembered, I think in SHS, no, in JHS. I didn't go to girls school, I went to boys school. So in JHS, yes. There was a girl that dressed and oh sister, the way you said, Sir Ube Sha Sha you only then she added wine. And there you Taking things to too far. He took his journey into a far. Hallelujah. Amen. Number three mistakes. That this boy did. Oh, yeah, yeah. The scripture says, and there he wasted his substance with righteous living. He wasted his substance on righteous living. Number three mistake that this young boy did is that he spent too much. He spent too much. He wasted his money, all what he had, on righteous living. He spent too much. Young boy, you want to build a house, but you are spending too much. You say you are complaining that you haven't saved any money. You are spending too much. And some of us, we spend our energy on things that don't matter. You are always spending your energy on things that don't matter. You spend too much energy on unnecessary things. You spend too much. Instead of you to concentrate and, 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 and build the gift that God has given to you, you rather use your energy on other things. He spent too much. Some of us, we don't want to forgive. We are spending too much on unforgiveness. All the time you have somebody in mind that this person I'm not going to forgive you are spending too much energy on unforgiveness. Number four, I'm about to close. Give me verse 14. And when he has spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land. And he began to be in want. And he began to be in want. Continue and when he had joined himself to a citizen of that country and he sent him into his field to feed swine number four mistake of the prodigal son is that he stayed too long Jesus. The prodigal son stayed too long. I mean, after everything, the scripture says that he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. 
after everything is finished why won't you go back to your father and you went to speak to join another person he's there too long young girl you are staying too long in sin you are staying too long in sin come out he's staying too long staying too long in sin been a Christian for many years. You have to be able to overcome certain things. You have to be able to overcome certain things. Mama Dorothy doesn't understand what it means that uh, uh, um, 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 the person is sinning and it's his weakness. She doesn't understand that way. Yeah, my auntie. You know what like weakness, like saying, like what? You are a Christian. What is a weakness? We do things in the name of is my weakness. You are staying too long. Too long. Come out. Before this year ends, you have to come out. Shall we continue in sing that You stay too long. And the last mistake of the young boy. Continue. Brother, it's freeze. Savaso, is it working? And when he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his field to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat. And no man gave unto him. Babu says that, no, go back. Babu says that now he was not eating with pig. A Jewish boy. You see, when you read the scripture, Jews don't have any relationship with pig. They don't like it. <laughs> But look at this boy. He's not eating with me. Mm. The, the, the last mistake of this boy is that he stooped too low. He stooped too low. He went to town. You are not eating with me. A Jewish boy. He stooped too low. Christian brother, Christian sister. Christopher. Don't you think you are going too low? Don't you think you are going too low? That people can see the difference between you and unbelievers. You stoop too low. Young girl. Are you not qualified to be a wife? So why are you a psychic? I said, young girl, are you not qualified to be a wife? Where are you excited? A child of God, you are stooping too low. He stooped too low. I don't qualify to be a wife. Are you there? And the only thing that you like is sight. It's beneath you. You do what? 
what? I You are still going to the club. Why are you going solo? I don't want Why are you going solo? I don't want Pastor, you are going too low. Church member, you are going too low. He stood too low. Give me verse 17. In no second This is the title of my message. And when he came to himself, the today's message title is And when he came to himself. It got to a point that the young boy came to himself. He came to himself. He came to himself. Now look at the scripture. The scripture didn't say that angels came to help him to come to himself. It means that the ability for us to come to ourselves is a decision that we have to take. And if there is anything that somebody can pick out of today's message, if there is any message that you can pick home today, it's a message that you will come back to yourself. You will come back to yourself. You will come back to yourself. After you went too far, after you stood too long, after you spent too much, you need to come back. There is a wife here who needs to come back to herself. You are taking things too far. So your home is breaking. Come back to yourself. There's a husband here who needs to come back to himself. And the Lord is laying on my heart to tell a young girl who is in a very abusive relationship that guy is beating you. You need to come back. Come back. The prodigal son didn't remain there. He said, he came back to himself. He came back to himself. If only we can rise again and tell ourselves that even though we have messed up, even though things did not work out, but we need to come back to ourselves. There is a mother who need to come back to herself and treat the children well again. There is a father who need to come back to himself and show love to the children. There is a student who need to come back to himself and know that I am in school for a purpose to pass my exam and anything that will make me not to study I have to come back. He came back. If only our politicians in this country can come back to themselves. If only they can come back to themselves and know that we put them in power for a reason. If only they can come back to themselves, Ghana will be a better place. If only a child or if only children if only children that can hear my voice today can come back to themselves and relate to their parents well things will pick up again because the scripture says children obey your parents in the Lord you need to come back to yourself 
if there is a pastor who can come back to himself I said if there is a pastor who can come back to himself and know that the people that I'm shepherding the people that I'm looking after they are people that God bought with his blood and I must care for them I must love them if only a pastor can come to himself came back to himself. I said he came back to himself. This morning just ponder over your life. Before this year ends, there are certain blessings that God wants you to experience. But you need to come back. Come back. The way you used to treat your wife, you don't do it again. Come back. The way you used to love your wife. What happened to you? I said, come back. The way you used to read your Bible. The way you used to pray. But these days you cannot read your Bible. You cannot pray. Come back. The scripture says that. And he came back to his hand. He came back to himself. If somebody can tell himself, uh, his or herself this morning, and say, oh God, I've been on the wrong path. I've been on the wrong road. I pray and I ask you to help me to take a decision and to come back to myself. Ladies and gentlemen, ponder over your life. Things that you used to do, that you are no more doing. As I say, when you, be, you used to come to church before nine. But this day you come to close. Come back! Come back! Can you remember how you used to rest in the room? You you alone. You sing a lot of gospel music. But these days you don't do it. The spirit of the Lord is speaking to you. Can you come back, my sister? Can you come back, my son? Can you come back, my daughter? Can you come back again? Even though you have gone too far. Even though you spent too much. Even though you stood too long. But God says he's ready. And he wants to take you back. I pray for you this morning. Jesus. That you will come back Amen. to your Amen. I pray for you this Jesus. morning that anything that you are struggling with Jesus. and you can see that this is not your real self Jesus. but you cannot stop. Jesus. The scripture says the madman of Gadara mm. he was cutting himself with a stone Jesus. crying but he was still doing it. Mm. It means that he was so demonic that he can't stop. Jesus. Maybe you are at the juncture of your life. Jesus. Things that you are doing you can see clearly Jesus. that it's not the best thing to do mm. but you can't stop. Jesus. This morning I prayed for you. Jesus. Amen. That you will come back. Amen. You will come back. Amen. Fathers are coming back. To Amen. Your Mothers are coming back. Amen. Children are coming back. Amen. Pastors are coming back. Amen. Doctors are coming back. Amen. Teachers are coming Amen. back. Amen. Young men are coming Amen. back. Amen. Businessmen are coming Amen. back. Amen. Businesswomen are coming Amen. back. Amen. 
Just be on your feet as we sing. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. Today you are receiving new mercy. Oh, Lord. 